check recording both channels. Welcome to the Sales Acceleration Show, where we talk about the science of selling across the areas of demand generation, sales, and sales operation. This show is about doing. We focus on real problems, real solutions with real people, all dedicated to accelerating sales. I'm Gabe Larson. And I'm Steve Error. Let's dive in. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you may find yourself. This is Gabe Larson with my friend Steve. Yes, I'm still here, and my dog is not here this time. <laughs> That's right. We did. We recorded an episode. What time was it? Oh, uh, for me, it was like 2 in the morning. It was 11.30. It did was that my... episode go live? Yeah, it's live. Yeah. It's yeah. live. It's, it, I, in fact... I thought it was really good. Yeah, that's right. You were just saying I cut you off. You thought it was pretty good. I thought it was a pretty good episode. Well, uh, episode who knows what today, but um, we've got a great guest. Rob, you there? I'm here. How you doing, guys? Yeah, fantastic. Um, uh, Appreciate you being on. Um, Rob has got an interesting background. I knew of Rob Steve at Higher View. Now, that's a company out of Salt Lake City um, doing a lot of damage in disrupting the hiring space. Rob did a lot of, I think you were an executive up there if I understood right, Rob, but he's now uh, taken a leap, runs his own company called Exvoyant, and uh, I thought it'd probably be, I was asking him a little bit earlier, Exvoyant, is that something you got to say like Exvoyant, you know, (laughs) where did you, um, where did the name actually come up with, uh, Rob? So our company name is really kind of a play on words, it's based on the or clairvoyant. And a clairvoyant is a magical person that can what? Right? Um, it's a mag- Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a magical person. Steve, you know this. You're the Harry Potter guru, man. Come on. I'm I'm not the Harry Potter guru. They, they can see I am well read and it's someone who can see into the future. <laughs> That's right. Magical person that can see the future. And historically, people would do would go see these clairvoyants hoping to find out what's in their future. We feel like nobody needs to know the future more than a business leader or a sales leader, but that there's no magic required. If you understand how to execute, you can predict the future through execution and create an exploit culture, and that's what we help companies do. I love it. I love it. Now, um, how bad did I slaughter your background, Rob? Can you tell us oh. a little bit about yourself? Um, so previous to founding Exvoyant, what was uh, what were you doing? I've worked for a number of different organizations. Been in SaaS for a long time. Helped start a couple companies, exit a couple companies, uh, with companies that you'd be familiar with. Before HireView, though, my mentor had encouraged me that, listen, you've done a lot of stuff that's meaningful in small to medium-sized business. If you want to be a thought leader in sales, it's important that you take the big company experience and, yeah. uh, and work in that place where you're leading hundreds of salespeople, you're publicly traded. And I spent a number of years uh, working for Zions Bancor as the head of sales for over over 500 salespeople, chasing targets of over $3 billion annually. And, um, and that's what really led me to understand why coaching was so important. Uh, and I built a lot of coaching things that led me to win a number of, of American business awards and, and have ridiculous success chasing big numbers on a big stage with a lot of people. And I'm passionate about moving the sales needle. That's like 
the one thing that I'm good at, it suck at everything else. And, <laughs> and, and yeah, I love yeah, it. Prove it. Prove it, Rob. What's one thing you suck at? Let's hear this. Let's hear this. <laughs> well, the best person to ask that to would probably be my wife. Uh, <laughs> I knew he was going to go there. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, 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 would, I would say that I do a better job leading my sales teams than I do uh, getting my kids to respond to me. For whatever reason, they work when they dang well want to. And I got to do a better job having predictability and outcomes with those guys. Predictability and outcomes. You nail. You need a governance model in that. You know? That's right. I feel like that's something that every father though deals with a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I've got this three-year-old. You guys and guys, it's. Just, I mean, wow. I can't. I don't know. It doesn't know. get any better. I've got a twelve-year-old, and I. Hey, Carson, go do this. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, it makes me feel better to know I'm not alone to hear yeah, you say you're de- that. Yeah, you're definitely not alone. So, Welcome to the Sales Acceleration Show, the fatherhood support group. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Um, <laughs> Sign me so up, out- man. Sign me up. <laughs> so outside of work and then outside of the home, anything kind of unique about you or something might be interesting for our listeners? Yeah, two things that might be interesting. Uh, on the business side, uh, I've won more Stevie Awards from the American Business Awards than anybody else in the country. I have 15 oh. of them. Wow. Uh, Wow, nice. I have them in, in categories like sales executive of the year, sales process of the year, sales team of the year, sales coach of the year, sales coaching process of the year. So, I, I, again, it's not just that I feel like I've been successful. The American Business Awards has said that I've done an all right job. So your listeners, might that might be meaningful. The other thing on the personal side, I'm, I'm a coach there too, man. I'm the only guy from the state of Utah to take a team to Cooperstown and win it in Little League Baseball. So Wow. So that Is that was, right? You got a Little League Baseball? Uh, wow. Wow, we we won it on a walk off home run in the bottom of the last inning against uh, against Florida's top team. It was pretty that's cool. What, that's what I'm there talking about. Yeah. Um, I did that actually in Little League. We didn't make it all the way. We we won a turn a couple tournaments, but we never got all the way back. You, you, you didn't. You, you're not. You're not in, uh, in Jeb's league. <laughs> not in Rob's league. You're not Rob's league. Jeb's league. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Go. Bro, I'm not a player. I'm just the coach. We put them yeah. together. Hey. We got them to New York, and we won. So that's fantastic. <laughs> that is. Um, I um, my claim to fame is is my high school basketball days. Sometimes I'll be in sales meetings, and I'll, I'll, you know, you you know how a salesperson you always kind of tone it down just a little bit. So I'm like, you know, when I was an athlete, uh, coaching was very important. I used to watch a lot of game film. Um, I never tell him I was just a high school athlete. <laughs> secrets out now. The secrets out now. Secrets out. Well, usually it comes out somehow. In fact, it came out really embarrassing in one meeting, but I'll spare you. So, um, so let's get into the meat. So, you know, you've obviously been um, doing a lot of different things, but your passion at the moment um, and the company that you founded is focused on this idea of coaching. Um, wanted to kind of take a step back and maybe just help you or maybe you can help us define what, what do we, when we talk about coaching, what, what, what does that mean to you and why is it important? So I believe coaching is the most important discipline in business right now. It starts with, with the simple idea that I think sales is the most important discipline in business and people that argue with me, uh, it's real fun because we're all sales guys. We get that. We can say, just take sales away for a month and come back and tell me if you still disagree. And, um, you know, and and if you still have a job, we can have a conversation. And there's a lot of reasons why sales has only recently started to really develop as a discipline. And it's been super exciting in even just the last five years to see the discipline of selling become so uh, well identified. Great technologies, great cadences, great things. But when you look at how you lead a sales team, okay, I believe that if sales is the most important discipline, then how you lead that team becomes Absolutely crucial, 
because it's a completely different skill set. Sales is a skill that we're working on and we're getting good at and people work on their craft, but how you lead is totally different because what makes you successful as an individual usually will hurt you as, as a leader. And so what I believe is, is the fun thing right now is to help sales leaders look at coaching as a skill and say, here are the things that make for world-class coaches. Because my personal belief is world-class teams aren't hired, they're built. And it's world-class leaders that develop them into world-class teams. Now, do you feel like, Rob, there's a difference between, I mean, coaching is kind of a general term. I mean, you obviously have manager coaching. You got, you know, coaches, coaches, coach, leaders, coaching. It's got to be different. Got to be a different kind of structure and strategy. Do you believe, is that more your focus, what leaders do or more what frontline managers do or a little bit of everything? It's both of them. So are you guys familiar with CEB, Corporate Executive uh, Board? Absolutely. absolutely. Love, love those guys out there. Where are they actually based? They're in D.C. They're out D.C.? Of, yep, out of D.C. Yeah. I, I believe they've done the best study around what coaching is and is not. And yeah. I, I, I consider that required reading for any sales leader right now. Anything in particular? Yeah, I was, was going to say there's, two, there's maybe two or three things that would be interesting for everyone to think about. The first one is everyone's really doing a lot on training. There's over $100 billion spent on training in the last year. And what CEB found was 87% of that training is forgotten within 30 days. Yeah. So that's a problem. I think that's almost generous. Yeah. I, I think it's you're probably, probably right. like two hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, seriously. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, oh, so, so they said 30 days. Okay, so 30 days you've basically forgotten it. Got it. So the second thing that goes to that, so if you look at the five things that string together, I think it's an interesting kind of logic string. The second thing then is, okay, so if you take training – but you layer coaching on top of it, which is structured reinforcement. And we could talk about what I think coaching means here in a minute if you're interested in that. But if you layer coaching on top of training, you get a 4x return on your training investment, which is also very interesting. And so that leads to why do you get a productivity boost? And the answer is maybe the most interesting part of this for me. Intent to stay with a sales organization is driven most by – Uh, how a rep thinks they're being coached. So in this study, it says your star performers are 60% more likely to stay and 30% more likely to leave, not based on how much money they get, but by how well they think they're being coached by their leaders. Mm. And so any, I mean, that's, that's pretty staggering. Any, any thoughts on on why that might be? Yeah. There's a lot of organizations that you can go sell for the real, the real answer is who's going to help me level up in my career. I mean, to me, that's the magic word is level up, right? I mean, are you just selling something or are you getting better? Because there's so many, I mean, think about it. Has there ever been a time where there's more innovation happening than right now? There's just getting more and more and more innovation. So for salespeople, there's always going to be plenty of things to sell. The question is, are you going to help me progress or am I going to be just left on my own? And that's something that sales reps right now are very, very aware of. Mm, Yeah. Now, I got to admit though, Rob, you know, um, I think of something like coaching, and I'm like, honestly, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not that hard. It's not that big it's a usually, deal. It's usually the first thing to go in a schedule. Yep. Yeah, I mean, what, why is that why people aren't doing it? I mean, what, what, why are you finding that companies or people um, just aren't doing it? I mean, I, I think we know that it's important. Why aren't we doing it? Is it because there's no technology? Is it because the technology is so bloody kludgy is it because they just yeah they got busy and they just don't want to do it or do do people not know it's important i've got this report that needs to be done now 
And uh, yeah, maybe we should put you on this hot seat, Mister uh, Mister Sales Manager. I mean, why don't you coach, Mister oh, uh, Steve? Quite honestly, I think it's there's all this. No, no. Why don't you coach? I'm no, no. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to get in his grill. Yeah. He's from getting across, all red. He's like, what are you room? doing, man? No, I, I think that you, you you get these reports, you get meetings, you get all these things as a manager or a director that, that get in your way, and and coaching is like, okay, I know my guys are doing at least this well, and they're doing okay. And you don't want to sound repetitive. And to be honest, I don't know that a lot of places provide coaching around coaching. How to coach. Uh, That's yeah. exactly right. You guys are dead on. There are two specific Boom. reasons. There's two specific reasons. He, 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 just, he was all Rob. Sorry, real quick, Rob. This is, I got to finish this with Steve. Sometimes he gets on his high horse. I got to knock him off. <laughs> Rob was just telling you what, that you were right about being wrong. You know, about being, you know, not a good coach. That's all he was saying, right? You get that. Good. Rob, back to you now. No, Go ahead and finish that. That sounds like this a moral is, victory. This is, I love it. I love it. But, but you hit on maybe what might be the most interesting thing to talk about relative to this discipline of coaching. Uh, because the stakes are so high, if I was to finish that study, if, if I go all the way out, the only person that has consistency and success as a coach is the direct manager. You know, sales specialists, consultants, all that, they don't have any real sustained lift. And then yeah. CEB measured. They asked the sales reps. They had asked thousands of reps. Of these 10 skills that have been shown to be the most important skills, uh, how good is your leader at these 10 skills? And one of them was coaching. And coaching was the one that the rep said that their bosses sucked the worst at. So of all the skills, they are the worst at coaching. And that was a, a national study, multiple industries. And the great learning point is, to your point, it's the first thing to go. And part of it is they suck at it. They haven't been well, taught I, how to I, do it. Yeah, I like that idea. I mean, usually I, I don't like your ideas, Steve. but Because um, <laughs> they're right. But, you know, managers don't, you know, we don't coach the coach very often. Um, and, and there is something to that. Maybe for the listeners because I do think there's sometimes a little bit of a confusion as what, what is really the difference? We're talking about coaching. What's the difference between training and coaching in your mind, Rob, just so we make sure everyone's on the same page? Real easy. Training is about knowledge transfer. Coaching is about applying, right? I mean, one is about learning what it is. The, the coaching is about making it part of your DNA or your cadence. You know, the first thing that I look at in a sales organization is what is the cadence? I still don't find any uh, lifetime successful sales reps that are lucky. You know, they are, they are usually intentionally successful. And uh, coaching is about creating cadences that lead to predictable wins rather than crossing your fingers and hope they get there. And training is about knowledge transfer. That's, that's my answer. Got it. So if, if you're a, um, if you, you know, you were going to coach a, a manager, you're going to coach a leader, what are some of the things then that they should do to start this coaching journey? Or how, how would you get them moving? Number one is the second thing that you guys said when I said you're right, and you had to begrudgingly agree that he's right because he is right. Um, he's re- but you understand what I'm saying, right? He's right, but he's right about being wrong. Gabe, 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 Gabe. I won't end it. You know, it's like this battle. He always rips me. I'm a BYU fan, Rob. He's a Utah fan. He's, he pounces on me, and then he just hits me while I'm down, and then he kicks me while I'm down. So I gotta take advantage. I gotta take advantage. Yeah. Enjoy the poinsettia bowl. He has he has scoreboard right now, and, and <laughs> oh, he's got it for like the past decades. So and the hard. comeback is enjoy the Vegas Bowl for a repeat, but that's not important. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm glad you so, said that. Wow. I was going to sneak that in. My... I think you just blew up the mic. <laughs> <laughs> probably... Are you going to let's the Vegas go back to where we would start. We start yeah. with there are only four levers that help a sales team improve. Aptitude yeah. of, who you hire, of who you hire, their level of motivation, 
the skills they possess. And the final one is, what do you think your role is? Now, those same four levers mm. apply to leaders. And, Here's what's yeah. interesting. If I say to you, what's the role of a salesperson? That's pretty easy. I say, what's the role of a salesperson? What did you guys say? It's two. Sell stuff. So, how, you know, super easy. Everyone can agree. I got to produce. When I say, what's the role of a sales leader? Now, what do you say the answer is? Help people. Sell yeah, stuff? you want. Yeah, you you know build build reports, uh, yeah. manage my pipeline, man. You know, uh, hire people, um, coach. You know, I mean, right? I mean, you could it's, say a hundred hundred different things. It's that's the problem. You feel like you're in a wind tunnel of words going by you, and everybody's right, but nobody has a clear identification yeah. on why. Yeah. And that's why whenever I start with a sales organization, we start with role because role moves uh, how you use your time and what tools you need. And if a sales leader doesn't think that coaching is one of their top three roles, they're not going to do it. So the first thing we have to do is have them sign up for this being a primary role because it moves the production, it drives retention, and most important that I didn't say is it creates your most defensible competitive advantage because all the other sales leaders suck at it. So if you can get good at it, they're going to copy your product, they're going to copy your pricing, they're going to try and do whatever you do to innovate in the market. They can't mm-hmm. copy how you lead. Yeah, yeah. Right, that's it's right. true. That's tough to... So, um, so you would align people around understanding and defining what the role of a leader yes. is, then you can start to affect what it should be and how it should be. And that leads you to step two, and that's you've got to separate process from outcomes. The biggest mistake that people make after doing what you guys said of not doing it, you know, it's the first thing to go on the schedule. The, mm-hmm. the, and then the next, so consistency is mistake one. Mistake two is I try to coach to outcomes. You have to coach to process. But here's why. I mean, you guys are, again, you've been around for a long time. Have you ever done everything that you can think right in the deal and still lost it? Yeah. Sure. Of course. But what about the flip side? Have you ever screwed up a hundred different ways and you still somehow won? Love those. Also, yes. 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 So, So outcomes don't dictate if I'm getting better. They get me paid. But the way that people get excited about working with a leader is if they can have process-related things that we can coach to. Because here's, here's my triage that we help organizations put together. Outcomes sit on st- sales stages. Sales stages sit on activities. Activities sit on skills. The reason that we need to know those things is when we see things getting stuck or loss rates happening at different stages, we better know what activities and what skills make those things happen so I can coach to those. We coach to activities and we develop skills and all of a sudden you find people do better than they ever thought possible. I love it. I love it. So can you just real quick summarize, you you kind of talked about the two or three steps there. So can you at a high level just hit those just so for those of those who didn't quite catch them all? Yeah. So sales outcomes sit on sales stages. My experience is 95% of the organizations could rattle off the sales stages quickly. Okay. In fact, 50% of them, it amazes me, Gabe, that only 50% do what I'm about to say. 50% will tell you what their advance rates are by stage. There's still half the companies that don't even do that. So stages sit on top of activities. So each sales stage that you have will be fueled by a, some number of activities, right? And uh, there are activities that you have to do to to advance something. And then inside each of those activities, there's a number of skills that make you successful or not successful. One of the things that's really helpful for our company is to really see that laid out. Because then, all of a sudden, salesmen people don't get defensive when you start talking about where you're losing business. Because I like to look at loss rates as the doorway to insight. You want to have your loss rates get fewer and fewer at every stage because you want to lose early and win late. And... If I can say, hey, wow, here in the middle of the sales process, you spike up, you have, you're losing 14% of your deals here, but on stage four, you're losing like 60% of your deals. That means we have 
a chance to level up. If we can understand the activities that you should either do more of or the skills that you need to do better, then I can coach you in a way that will have predictability and having you yep. needle. So. Yeah. yeah, predictability in the sales process. I love it. Well, Rob, uh, we come to an end here. Really appreciate it. Uh, appreciate you joining. Interesting views on uh, coaching, training, really leveling your people up. If, if, if the audience wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way to do that? Uh, go to xvoyant.com, X-V-O-Y-A-N-T.com, or just hit me up on LinkedIn or email. It's, it's Rob, Rob Jepson uh, on that or Rob at, at xvoyant.com. And thanks, you guys, for having me on. It's so fun to be with you. I appreciate it. Thank you. And this is one where I'm actually going to say, you know, we said this a couple of times, we need to have him back. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk more about coaching. Um, well, I, that's the thing about Rob, man. I think he could talk about anything. We were talking about the Chicago Cubs. The I love the Cubs, yeah. Cubbies. So that uh, yeah, would be fun. It's always yeah. fun to get a little bit of passion, see somebody with a little bit of passion. Yeah, and where are you located out of? I, I'm right here. We're here in Draper, yeah. We're, we're, well, then let's. we should have him in. Yeah, yeah. You should come to our studio, man. Yeah, let's come on the studio. I'm down. <laughs> I'm, for, right. I'm down, guys. <laughs> Well, with that, listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Make sure you subscribe to us. Uh, feel free to email us uh, any questions or um, thoughts on coaching, um, complaints about Gabe at podcast at insidesales.com, uh, or uh, feel free to uh, send a tweet uh, to us. You can tweet out to Gabe Larson, at Gabe Larson, and I'm at Steve Error. And uh, with that, let's get at it. <laughs> <laughs>